I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been this successful in life? How have you been that successful in life, Lance, when you don't show up? It's, it's embarrassing. He's a part-time employee at this point. We said it last week. It continues. Not showing up, not collecting the, the big paycheck that we're all here to get. We're back. Andy. For another week of the MMA analysis, folks. Uh, Wes, go ahead. Man even said he was going to be here this week. Literally, this morning, he was going to be here. <laughs> yeah, he said, I felt like it was, uh, it was more than normal. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was more, more percentage than the normal, but not that much. <laughs> I mean, Normal's like, what, 25% now? 20 when he's giving us golf winners, I'll let it slide. But when he keeps I know. Doing seconds, he's got to he's got to do something. He's got to get on the pod. I love nice the. Thing. I bet on this guy that hates to win. That's mm. that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. What I what I like is I, I'm like Lance. How much how much how much of a chance is Fleetwood got? He's like, dude, hates to win. So of course he doesn't <laughs> win. And what what does Lance do? We go in that's on him again. Got this him week. this weekend. <laughs> He was like, oh, I mean, the model stacks up Lance in a model. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Lance. Models are for nerds. I know you've said that to me before. You had to. Oh, I know. He he is definitely show. shit on some people for, for seeing models. And, uh, you know, and he referred except, to it. Except for MMA. I mean, you can have an algorithm. It's different yes. than a model. Hey, but it the, the, the T's fucking model hit last night a little bit. I'll give him props when they're due. One out of 72 nights isn't isn't bad for for the teeth. I mean, we, he, uh, we can't get him. We can't let him get fired for how bad he is. You, you got to have those, you know, once every couple of weeks. You got to win some money. You don't look like Minty, bro. So you, you better have a couple winning nights. You ain't looking like Minty. Not happening. Uh, speaking of last night. Oh my goodness, British MMA, cancel it. It's in the worst place ever. This dude <laughs> is the second coming. <laughs> they make this man plus 400. A wrestler with some power from Safe Saud's fucking gym against this fucking Englishman. They're hyping up like biggest fate. That was pretty hilarious. That was nice. And Connor goes, I don't know, I didn't watch Tough West. Oh shit, I froze. Oh, there we go. We're back. There he is. Sean's just completely uninterested in the talk about <laughs> contender series and tough. M- McGregor goes, what, one in seven or something? And yes. And tough? Yeah. 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 One in, That's one not in good. Seven. Not good. He, he's claiming, he's trying to claim Katona now. Apparently, I mean, you know, that is his boy in regular world, but tough world that. You know, I will say just about that show. Could you imagine going on and being those guys and like being you look over at Chandler's gym and you got Robert Drysdale and fucking Bader and all these guys over there training you and you look over and Connor's literally just tell showing them movement with snap the knuckles and just rolling out in the Lamborghini and leaving them not showing up to weigh-ins and shit. Could you you imagine like <laughs> 
No wonder they went one and fucking whatever they went. It was Capping the old uh, back in our day. That was the the Shamrock Tito season, where Shamrock was having them like I don't know fight alligators and all the shit that he used to do with his guys <laughs> back in the eighties. And Tito's um, actually training his guys. That's yeah. Uh, it yeah. it matters. <laughs> the sport it turns is out. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> uh, Sean, how are you doing? You're back home. You're not on the road anymore. Back home, yes, for for a week or so. Uh, good. Just continue to to lose massive amounts of money betting uh, betting MMA. So that's Ooh, that. part for the course. You know, we've we've had a solid seven months. Might as well make it a year. You know, that's that seems to way be the the way it's going right now. But uh, you just we're we're trying to make back a chunk this week. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. As long as you're your plus units at the end of the lifetime. That's all that matters. It's the only package. Still, that still one and oh in lifetimes. Still one and oh in lifetimes. That is the key. Um, anyways, we'll get to last week's card. And then we've got a pay-per-view. Um, I, fellas, was on the road uh, last weekend. So we took the old RV out. So um, perfect night. Very clear night for the meteor shower that uh, rolled through. And so many of us live in cities and can't actually see. But that was pretty <laughs> cool. Um, so I didn't see much of the fights. So recap's going to be real quick. Um, wow, I still did dude. my fair share of losing, though. So don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to go through all the, the prelims here. And then move on to... I don't know if it's a good pay-per-view, but it's a damn interesting one. So I guess that kind of makes it good. Uh, anyway, kicked it off. Women's flyweight division. Luana Santos. TKO in the first round over Juliana Miller. Damon Blackshear. Twister in round one over Jose Johnson. Uh, I uh, chickened out and didn't actually play him, and that was dumb. Um, he's fighting again this week, so good for him. Uh, two wins in a week, perhaps. Difficult matchup this week. We'll get to that. Women's strawweight division. Third round TKO for Jacqueline Murim against the Monster Rat. Uh, I didn't see it. I assume it was all 13 minutes of scarf hold for the Monster Rat before she got reversed and, and taken out. Heavyweight got, division. Martin. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Martin Budai uh, takes out Carbo Paris. I think he's going to have to go the Dukakis route. The big Dukakis route. And he, instead of being Carbo Parisian, he's going to be Keto Parisian. Yes, Get down to there 205, we go. You know, and then lose. Trim. <laughs> uh, then, yes, also lose. Probably in the exact same way he lost at heavyweight. Because if you're getting submitted there, that is not a good sign. Um, what else we got? Isaac the Bulgarian, first round TKO over Francis Marshall because his nickname is so awful. Terrence McKinney, first round TKO over Mike Breeden. Nice. Uh, Marcus McGee, first round KO against JP Bates. I heard a rumor that some people were stupid enough to put money on JP Bates. Sean, thoughts on those? Prelims are fun, man. That's what happens when there's all finishes. Uh, because, I mean, if, if we're going to watch low-level shit, at least do something cool and, and knock somebody out or, or submit them. So 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see a twister. Only third time in the UFC. That's wild shit. Um, Korean Zombie was for- the first. What was, what was the other one? Uh, well, Bryce, like Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell. Um, no, Bryce Mitchell. Mitchell. I knew it was some grappling. The hillbilly. Some yes. redneck fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, sad. Carbo, Carbo really let us down. We were so close to that decision prop hitting. So, um, I said it on Twitter. Uh, Terrence McKinney reminds me of, of Alex Hernandez. He, he absolutely crushes guys that he fights on late notice and lower level guys. And then, if you step up to decent, then he's he's probably not that good because if, if he doesn't finish you in a couple of minutes, it's over. But he was fighting You're a shitty guy. My, so. Stealing my bits, Sean. I said that on the podcast last week. I know. This did is you, the dude did you, they brought in. He gave you credit. Are you you're, you're did you did, did you did you put money on I, it like a smart person? I don't person? see I did actually. Specifically the round one TKO. Oh that's very nice. That's that's a little nicer than what, what uh I played. <laughs> I couldn't be perfectly aligned with your the sun yes. would explode. Well, yeah, that's Impact, that's like maybe. Yeah, <laughs> your your bankroll would explode. Yes. More like <laughs> yeah. I, I like um, I like the dude that follows me. It's Sean. Dude's got like five followers. He he he's cool and all. He tweets me literally every car, and I I reply back a little bit. But he's he's literally trolled Sean for about a month. Now. That's okay. Every I, I deserve it. Hey, I I have thick skin. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah, cry. I, believe me, I'm aware of how bad I've been. Uh, this it's it's quite enjoyable to to find out each week how how am I gonna lose? Gonna Sometimes it's really simple. Other times it, it's it takes a lot. Uh, more on that in the co-main event. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I still think you're less worse this year than you were good last year. So, Ooh, it's close. It's it's it's, it's getting close. It's close. <laughs> Sean was really good, good man. Hey, really like good. I said, was really good we're getting, last year. We're we're getting back a chunk this Saturday. You can there's, guarantee it. There's been some that like <laughs> I was on both of them too. Like I was on um, uh, what's his name? They got fucking subbed um, in the third. Last week, who the fuck was that? That we oh, uh, Bullfrog. That was, Bullfrog. That was yeah. Consensus. Bull. I was heavy on Bullfrog. I was heavy on this fucking co-main too. Um, like I said, yeah. I'll, uh, the only thing about the chick fight is I discovered uh, Luna's Instagram for about ten minutes and smart. It was smart. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, yeah, Blackshear Twister. That's that's always cool, man. Um. We'll get into his fight this weekend. Um, yeah, our boy Carbo, man. I don't even know if that was ever had a chance. Like, usually you're like, man, if that got out of the first, it probably had a chance. I don't think that ever had a chance. When, when you're getting out grappled by Martin yeah. Budai, you got to hang it up, bro. <laughs> and and even when Budai just would land once on him, he was, yeah. like, stunned a bunch of times. And it, I was like, fuck, he's actually getting hurt by these shitty punches. It's over. It, it's bad. Um. Yeah, I don't know about the about the oh uh, Bulgarian. Uh, McKinney is fucking fun as hell, man. Put this guy like Bellator squash matches get a bad rap. Like we just talked about how fun these prelims were. You know why they were fun? Because it was dudes that were just better than their competition, and they smoked yeah, them. Yeah. So we all had a fun <laughs> time leading up to the main card. 
Bellator gets a horrible rap with that. They put their prospects against fucking bums. They let them show out. Uh, and it, it's a good time. Like, that's what McKinney got. McKinney, anytime he steps up, I just, I don't think he's got the cardio. He's got a very questionable chin. Whenever he gets cracked, he's, he's usually in trouble. So, uh, yeah, J- JP buys my God, man. Uh, <laughs> that dude literally might have the worst chin. We've had one of the worst chins we've ever seen at 135, that low of a weight class. Like yeah. anytime that man's been hit clean, he's been knocked out in the UFC. It, it just hasn't mattered who it is. Like what Cody Durden knocked him out. Am I remembering that right? Like <laughs> everybody's knocked that, knocked that guy out. Um, yeah. So yeah. Fun fights. Prelims were, were awesome. Uh, in Bellator's defense, I would rather watch half of fights be complete squash matches where somebody does something cool than half of the UFC fights that are between two fighters that I couldn't pick out of a line to save my life and who are it's, completely unmemorable. It's Yeah, it's to the point to where it's like two white guys look like create a fighter off of the UFC video game. They're literally equally matched. They both do the same fucking thing, and it's a stalemate draw. They go to a decision. You flip a coin. If you bet on the wrong side, you're pissed off. You never want to see them again. That's literally half of the UFC fights now. Yeah. It's a pretty good way to describe it. Uh, with that, <laughs> we'll move on to the main card. Josh Fremd, Mr. Turtleneck, unanimous decision over Jamie Pickett. Um, half, half right there. I, I liked the over. I didn't... Uh, Pickett didn't win the decision. Um chickened out again <laughs> aj dobson decision over teflon uh we talked about how mark i was mark coleman there yeah. i don't know was he i i never heard him so i he feel probably like would, if he was there you would know. it was in the you would know if he was in the apex he, yeah. i don't yeah. think he was there yeah ah uh, but spurred on by the spirit of mark the coleman spirit. <laughs> yeah. um aj dobson gets the decision um and Yasmin Lucindo, second round arm triangle choke over Pollyanna Vienna. And I guess we'll do Khalil Roundtree because he knocked out the the big medium Dukakis. Uh, yeah, that chins. Whew. Yeah, he, he's got. A, I I don't know that you could say his chins up there with like a JP buys. Because he's he getting get hit by clean. big dudes. Yeah, he but he's hit clean. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're getting hit by guys that are 205 pounds, 250 pounds, it's different than 100. Yeah. Sean, thoughts on those? Uh, Josh Fremd is just not good. He's not good. <laughs> Fortunately for him, Jamie Pickett just doesn't do anything. Like it's like that could have been a close fight where where Pickett had a chance. He just fucking didn't throw anything and just was cool, getting held up against the fence and doing nothing. It's fucking brutal. But uh, yeah, Fremt not good. He's not good. I don't care if he won thirty twenty seven. Uh, yeah, the the Dobson fight was 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 fun. Um, Lucindo, Pollyanna Vienna is just terrible. Um, Lucindo just showed that that's it's not not really anything more than that. And uh, yeah, the Dukakis sub he went for one takedown. That's all I asked for 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 my hard earned money. He went for one takedown, so I can't be too mad. It was that that sub plus sixteen hundred was close. One yeah, slip uh, away. 
It's over. Um, Wes, go. Jamie Pickett is one of the worthless motherfuckers that I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, look at the waist. Like, look at the waist of that guy. Look at his physical abilities and shit and stuff. And he just doesn't care. He just doesn't give a fuck. Uh, He could have won that fight if he wanted to. Brenda's like really, really bad. Uh, Hopefully, I we get another plus two fifty three hundred with somebody that's wants to do anything, and they're gonna they're gonna beat him. Um, I got fight inside on on the chick fight. I thought it was nice. Probably gonna be Vienna that caught something stupid off of her back or something. And who cares? I'll take the other side. Uh, We said it on the show. I have no clue why that fight was where it is. No, no idea why. Uh, they just want some chicks on there. Um, did I see that she's already fighting again? She has I don't booked. know. I've been kind of MIA on keeping up with shit. This, yeah, I, uh, week, I don't know. So. I haven't heard that. Um, but I don't know if I was so much like I said on the show that I think Khalil Roundtree's power is slightly overrated. I didn't say he didn't have like knockout power. I just said it was slightly overrated. I'm not, I don't, I'm not necessarily coming back off that statement because it's who it is. Look, I mean, that guy's chin is fucking shit. Like, you hit clean on him, he's going out. But I, I will say, Roundtree looked like in insane shape. Um, stuffed the take, the one takedown that Sean talked about. Wasn't close. Like, shucked that dude off. Uh, connected on him, knocked him the fuck out. Like, is Roundtree rounding into like a really good fighter in this division? Like, if you stand up with him, division, he's uh, yeah. In, in this division, what? if you stand up with him, he he's gonna hit you. I mean, if if you can, grapple, if he can shut off chance, takedowns, but... like I mean, Dukakis yeah. has got decent take, like not great, they're decent. If he can keep fights on the feet, man, like he might be a fringe top. 710 dude in this kind of weight class man yeah. it's not deep and there's not a lot of good grapplers either like doesn't have to worry about as much look at all those dudes that want to stand and leg kick what what He'll would you do like a uh, <laughs> jamal hill khalil roundtree fight like i'm leaning probably roundtree at this point like i mean just yeah. look at like I mean, there's just a bunch of guys, even like Ankaliyev and shit, wants to stand on his feet and leg kick. Like, you stuff one of Jan's takedowns. He's a fucking stand-up kickboxer, leg kicker. Like, all of them. They, none of them really grapple in the, in the light heavyweight. I mean, who knows? Who knows, man? If the guy's but got some decent takedown defense, he can crack. At the same time, we are talking about the dude that somehow lost that fight to Marcin Prakniak. Correct. This is the person we're talking about. We're, we're, I would hope this is we're going to think before Pragnio or an after Pragnio because <laughs> he seems to have figured it out a bit more. He does, yeah. That yeah. But that but, was not that long ago. At one time, Roundtree was a complete. He's a head like, case. You never head, knew. Yeah, he's he's like Even, the only guy that's ever retired and come back and actually been worth a shit when he come back. Yeah, I mean, he's if if you watched him on uh, even way back when his, he did his tough season, his whole time, man, he's been like, he's had a fucked up life and shit. He's been in and out of the sport, didn't really want to fight at times and shit. It, it looks like he's committed. If he is, like, we'll see. Yep, very true. I he still hasn't 
fought a grappler since he fought Hilabia. So that, that dude will stand and get knocked out now too. <laughs> All of them at two oh five, man. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bad division, but it makes it kind of interesting in the way that it's bad. Yep. And also it means that anytime he wants, Glover can come back and win the title. Anytime. Do you imagine what it, the sadness that he would feel in his heart when he had to take down fucking Pereira and beat the shit out of him? Like, <laughs> take him into the river and go to sleep. Actually drown him this time. <laughs> go to sleep, young son. <laughs> uh, good times. Anyway, Khalil Roundtree, light heavyweight contender, future champ. You heard it here first. Whoa, uh, co-main whoa event. Now, whoa now. <laughs> uh, co-main event. Cub Swanson defeats Hakeem Duwadu. Yeah, decision. Sean, question marks? That definitely happened. Um, look, it's it was a close it was a close fight, but Cleared. I think it was also fairly easy to score. Um, the 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 judges obviously disagree. Um, they uh they did not see it that way so bro did you not yeah. see all of the damage at the end of the second round there was so much damage the damage and the impact it outweighed everything else that happened in the round i mean the funny thing is two of the judges did give uh Dewadu those those rounds one yeah. didn't <laughs> and the funny thing is they they still lost <laughs> with with two of them giving him the second and he still somehow lost unanimously. <laughs> oh, it's just nothing changes. Nothing changes. So yeah. you obviously had a bet on Duwadu. Of course, of course I did. <laughs> I had him with McKinney. And I'm not saying that because like you're complaining about the decision. It was no. I, this decision. is why he lost uh, a fucking decision. That is what because I bet to start, folks. We're trying to keep things topical here. Uh, Wes, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we we talk about this shit all the time, and I get that it's sort of subjective sometimes and stuff. But I think the whole world can watch certain fights and know who won the fight. That that was one of them. It was close at times. We saw who did the damage, who won, who won that fight. Um, <clears throat> like, and I don't want to always say like fighters think they have bad performances and shit. You could see it all over Cubs' face. That dude knew that he got beat in that fight. He absolutely knew. He was shocked to get that. That dude was bawling his eyes out after that win because he knew he got handed one. Props to him for it admitting it. Like I got, I got total respect for Cub. And like, I know afterwards in his interview, he's like, "Well, you know, my coaches were saying I probably won it, and I need to go back and watch it. And I'm sure in a few days, Cub will come out and say, yeah, I probably won that fight on a rewatch.' Now you did, bro. <laughs> um, but man, like, yeah, we we all can can watch a fight like that and and, and think we know who won. And man, I don't know uh, after multiple decades now watching combat sports and just fights in general. I feel like most of the time, like I know I score rounds and shit favorably sometimes for my bets and shit. But for the most part, when you know a guy won or lost, you know, a guy won or lost. And I just don't know. I don't know anymore. Maybe I don't know 
what I'm supposed to be watching anymore. I, I think there is a decent case to be made for like nobody can be this bad at watching the fight that we're watching and scoring it as poorly as people do. So they are legitimately because of where they're sitting or that they only have that one angle or something like that. They're watching a different fight. And that's like, true. You have to take that into account when you're, if you're live betting or anything like that, if you see a competitive fight and we talked to, to our buddy Aaron about this, uh, if you see a competitive fight and it's plus a thousand, like if you've got nothing else on that fight, probably good to take a shot. These are, yeah, these are uh, darts that in, in this, in the state of MMA, which is just, but, this is always the state of MMA. It's 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 not probably not a bad idea to throw darts on somewhat close fights with with odds that are that big. My, yeah, I'm not my, talking like the blowouts or anything like that. No, just just competitive fights. Yep. Yeah, my just my only statement to like exactly what Brad said. Then we need to change it. Like if these dudes are watching, if they are watching, watching it. They're apparently, and you're right, they're watching a different fight at a different angle in a live setting with a crowd and everything else. I get that. But they are getting fights wrong, like completely wrong, and changing the course of people's careers. Like, there should be a change to that. Like, if we're all, literally everybody, every fucking media member, everybody on our timelines and in our group, all see a fight the same way, then we're right. Like when it's collectively that many people that watch the same fight and all come to the same conclusion, but three dudes, then it needs to change, man. They're, they're affecting people's money, their livelihoods. Like dudes are in there getting their brains bashed in for fucking 20 and 20. Like maybe you should get it right. Like uh not going to get his win bonus. Like he's not going to get a check after going in there and fucking winning a fight. His, if, his ranking, whatever. Seen- anything about that uh, lawsuit, the antitrust thing that's come out about the UFC, you know they're not paying them out of the goodness of their hearts. I, I <laughs> hope that all these Zupa zombie fucks and Dana White nut lickers go and read some of that. They won't, but I hope they do when they're still to this day like, oh, well, Dana's taking care of them in the back. They're, no, they ain't. They Looking are fucking the corporate boys. ghouls. They are holding on to every fucking penny they have. You think they're going to give? Shut up, man. Yeah, they're going and writing Connor a check. They're going to go write bones a check or the upper echelon, but these yep. fucking 15 and 15 dudes ain't getting some backroom fucking check and shit. Y'all people are out of y'all's minds, man. Liz Carmouche was driving a Hyundai living in a fucking shack when she was fighting for a title. Like they're just, and there's, there's numerous ones like, come on. Yep. They're, they're, they're going to be getting five guys a week at, uh, from contender series. So, uh, <laughs> I think that is going to lower the overall hey. average pay, uh, as we continue. Don't sell it to... short. I'm not sure it's going to stop at five. I think we're going to start to see six and seven. <laughs> we're going to start seeing some, they're gonna any start guys signing that are in losers. wars. Are we, are we, are we signing up guys that lose and are, but are in wars? Is that what's yep. going to happen yep. here? That's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, need, they're already doing need it on short bodies. with those guys. I, I do hope that this like changes something. I don't think it will. I think it's just no. going to cost them some money. Like they're going to have to pay out some kind of settlement to all of these fighters that are in the class action now, which it is a class action lawsuit now, which is like major shit. Yep. They're going to end up paying like, some kind of monetary fucking fine and shit and move on. There's nothing going to change. My hope that's, pretty much exactly what's going to happen. But my hope is that there is enough money that they have to pay out 
to enough fighters that that will be the opportunity that they can take to actually unionize. I they don't won't, but that's my hope. The only the, I've said it for probably a decade now. The only way it ever changes is by government intervention. Yeah, it's, like, it's like laws. They it's, it's somebody telling them that they have to. There's no yep. other way around it. And fighters ain't unionizing. And Dana White and Ari Emanuel and all those dudes and on that literally pump big big checks to Republican lawmakers to never ever Shut change that, that down. Yep. yep. Fun times. Don't um, pay your fighters. Let's pay the politicians. You know, <laughs> great game we got in this country. It's a long game. Speaking of fun times, speaking of the long game, Vicente Luque been playing us all like fools. We just <laughs> thought he was a brawler. Turns out he's a land prayer. Uh, Sean, you bet RDA? Of course. So uh, <laughs> I, I bet him a pretty good amount too. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand why Luke is doing what he's doing. Uh, we'll see if it lasts longer than than one fight. Uh, but a brain bleed is probably a, a good wake up call to maybe uh, change your style if you can. And it worked out. Uh, we'll see if if he he resorts back. I, selfishly, I hope he does because that was a terrible thing to watch. <laughs> uh, RDA. Uh, that was, I expected more from him. Uh, he was, I think he pushed the grappling too hard. I think he could have done okay in a, in a mostly striking fight and he was panic grappling and he still was in the fight. So what can you do? Wes? Yeah. Uh, man, Luke, a, like all, one of my all time fave fighters. That was the, most dreadful fight that he's ever been in. Like he, he was, he's throughout his career been almost gagey, like um, just never in a dull fucking round. Um, I mean, wasn't good for the guy's health. I give him that. He, he showed up was smart, uh, but Sean's completely right. Um, the, the commentary kept mentioning it where they was like, RDA must have a game plan and he's sticking to it. And I was like, yeah, he's sticking to it. And it ain't fucking working. Cause <laughs> He would initiate the grappling with fucking Luke A, drive him to the cage. Luke A would turn him and fucking grab his legs and uh, immediately take him down. Um, the size mattered. Like, the size did did make a difference in this fight. When Luke A got RDA down and got on top of him, RDA couldn't do shit. He couldn't move. And that was pretty surprising to see. Um, RDA's been, like, it, not many times I can remember RDA, like, being outclassed as far as like making adjustments in a fight and shit. Like he just stuck to something that wasn't working. And the bad part was, was when they was in space a little bit and RDA was striking, he was landing. He was hitting Luke with like big punches and shit. And uh, when he would land those, like Luke would come in, initiate like grappling and shit. Like they were, they were counting and mattering and he just wouldn't do it, man. Going to third and fourth round, he would just go right in and grab a hold of Luke, get reversed and taken down. What what can you do? Um, maybe Luke almost, stick- like, never realized that he stopped fighting uh, Fizzy Pop. He was just like, <laughs> I have to strike to get to this guy. And that's all yeah. my striking is for. Yeah it 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 wasn't it wasn't smart, and it was kind of weird to see RDA literally stick to something that wasn't working. He's usually a pretty smart fighter in there. It just wasn't working, and he kept going to it. Um, I, I don't I don't know if I necessarily want to see like 
smart and contain Luke a lot. Like I don't, he does. We was talking about it before the show. He's got like the, I think he's got the most Diarce, uh chokes in UFC history. I just they they must be against bums way back that I can't really remember because lately I remember you know it was the Kiesa one that he that he pulled off. But man, yeah, that Kiesa grappling like back to back, which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that that that. That was because he was in firefights and going happening. They they was knocking taking guys down yeah. and shit. This lay on top and maybe get a sub at some point. Luke, like I I don't know if that's ever gonna get him anywhere. It's not gonna get him any closer to a title shot. Like pre Luke is what was gonna get him to a title shot. And who knows, man? I, I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he's winning, even though he cost me more money. Like huge fan of Luke forever, and I'm glad the dude's all right. And we just talked about. Like they are literally getting sued for how little they pay fighters. Um, so do what you got to do to win the fight and get as much money as you can. Well, you can. Hated Sanhagen, but I, I, I respect mm-hmm. what Sanhagen mm-hmm. showed up and did against a fucking short notice opponent hurt. And he's like, I got to get paid. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, I understand yep. that shit, man. We'll still complain about it, but yeah, yeah of course it. I'm going to bitch. <laughs> Uh, anyways, that does it for last week. Moving on, UFC 292 coming up. Fun times. Uh, Aljamain Sterling, Sean O'Malley, main event. Not my dog. Um, the, the fans just demanded it. O'Malley's resume speaks for itself. Um, he had... One win over a good guy that not a lot of people think he won. Beating uh, a no contest, and then he beat a bunch of bums and lost to Marlon Vera. Second coming, right? <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> I think we're all uh, thinking the same thing on that one. <clears throat> Didn't work out so well last time, but uh, you know, history never repeats itself, right? Never. Uh, also, second title fight on the cards, and then a bunch of other stuff. And we are going to start right at the bottom. Banger alert. Banger. Women's flyweight division. Marina Morose, Kareen Silva. Karine? Is there like... Sometimes you, you throw in the extra mm. vowel on the end. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know. Sean, you probably know. This is a rematch from nine years ago. Much anticipated. Of course. Um, <laughs> the fans were clamoring for it. A they decade in the making. They Did they put that on the poster? <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, the first time they fought, uh, Moreau's won by armbar from kind of guard. Uh, so, of course, that was, that was that was when she was running through her phase where she, she did that. She's kind of been going away from that because against terrible grapplers or mediocre grapplers she actually takes them down so she's not really getting arm bars from guard when you're on top i think that might happen this fight i think she might be able to to get on top against silva if, if silva doesn't get her own arm bar from guard Murrow's might win and Murrow's probably has the better stand-up but there's no chance i'm betting it because don't 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 care enough uh, but I'll pick Murrow's Intel Master. 
Wesley. Look a legit breakdown yeah. on on a on a t- on the first fight of the night. That's a woman's. <laughs> uh, that's, that's bad. And I I don't lie. What show don't is lie, this? Sean. Uh, I was I was reading the chat. There's the the Tijuana tail. I was going in on some Tijuana titty bar shit oh, or something. Good, yeah. good. I'm glad I didn't ruin this for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna probably pick Morose, and uh, I'm gonna look at uh, under here inside the distance again. It kind of like the the Polyviana fight from last week. I just think they're gonna get scrambly at some point, and some dumb shit's gonna get pulled off. So yeah, I, I kind of like the under. I think it's slight plus money. What's Morose by round one sub? Oh, Plus fourteen hundred. Perfect. Bam, bam. Done. Yeah, there it is. That's it. Don't even need to look. Um, women's flyweight back division. Back. Just whew, starting it off with a bang. Don't worry, folks. We've got apparently tough finals, uh, but they oh. just look like UFC prelims. Um, Andrea Lee taking on Natalia Silva. Apparently, rumor on the street, Natalia Silva, future champ, next comic. Of course. She won I, one I don't know about all that shit. I know Andrea Lee is terrible, and Silva seems to be okay. Uh, that's enough for me. Uh, I think Silva can get takedowns and, and smash Andrea Lee from, from top or meet her on the feet. Was striking, so I put her in a parlay, a one-unit parlay. Okay, something's Oof. starting to come to me, Wes. Mm-hmm. Breakdown. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way I'm laying minus three hundred, three twenty-five on Silva. Um, but Andrea Lee sucks, but there's times where she can dirty some fights up and make them a little close. She's tough. Usually stays in fights, so I mean I'm not betting her, but she's probably going to be a top master pick. I just can't see Silva being minus three hundred. Uh, should should win this fight though. Like she's she's pretty talented. I, she's more talented than Andrea Lee, but man, that that line seems a, a little scary. Um, pretty simple here. Women's fight decision props up over plus four hundred. Andrea Lee by decision. It's easy. It actually kind of makes sense in this spot. Split. I mean, look, look at these. I don't think it's out yet. Split. Uh, that's okay. that'll be the split one. Split would be that's, one to really. It should be look like at a it. at least a twelve or sixteen or something like that. That's uh, I'll definitely find it. one I would look at. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are. I. She's actually fought good fighters. And the Natalia Silva is coming off of a win over Victoria Leonardo. Um, and before that, she fought something called Teresa Bleda. So, like, she's not she's beating. Faced, she's faced zero resistance. She's going to face at least some resistance here. That's for sure. Yeah. The, the, the Jasmine win seems like it might be okay. Yeah. Uh, but she's Canadian, so it doesn't really count anyway. Uh, so it's it's Andrea Lee by decision. Uh, we'll I'll find the split price as Sean is uh, breaking down the next fight, and we'll we'll see what we got. Next fight. This should be awesome because it's Meerkat, uh, and he's taking on Andre Petrosky, who is known to do like 
physically impressive things and then completely gas and then Come somehow back. bounce back. <laughs> um, so this fight should be pretty wacky. Sean? He's got that cardio that comes in waves and, and sometimes he looks very, very dead and all of a sudden he's still taking guys down and laying on them and sometimes passing and most of the time laying. Um, the man, The man has a gift. Um, he is playing a bit into to to Meerkat's game. Um, he's he's gonna grapple likely, and that's that's what Meerkat wants because if it's on the feet, then Meerkat's usually not doing well. Um, Petrovsky is gonna have to to be careful because, of course, when when he's gassed in in the past, he's been able to take people down, but I don't think he's fought as good of guys that can snatch up next uh, like Meerkat. Um, I just think Meerkat is, he is taking a lot of damage and he is going to take some damage uh, because Petrosi is going to get him down and, and smash him on the ground. And I just, I just worry about that chin. Um, it does get scary if, if he's able to survive and, and, you know, stuff some takedowns and, and force scrambles uh, later in the in the second, but I think uh I think Petrovsky's gonna get him out of there early. Uh, I couldn't find the, the split price. So I was listening to you, Sean. I disagree. Wes. Yeah, yeah. Um, d- day one Petrovsky fan here. Uh, I've I've bet on him, made made some money. The the Maximoff money was just <laughs> just sweet. Uh, look, he he should win here, but I just feel like there's going to be some points to where he's in Meerkat's like only place where he's got chances. And look, Petrovsky does like go crazy in, in first rounds. If Meerkat survives that, the dude always gasses in the second. He looks like a zombie in the second. Always somehow fucking rebounds and looks like the fresher man in the third and wins fights like that. So, um, I mean, I'll probably pick Petrovsky to win here, but Meerkat round two and round three is like 700 and like 1200 or something. I think if you're looking at Meerkat, that's probably how you look at it. I don't think Meerkat's getting Prochowski out of there in the first round. That dude's very, very dangerous and very good in the first round. So if Meerkat can survive that first, then I think things could get interesting. So uh, I'm going to pick Petrovsky and maybe think about those props. I just, I don't know. I'm a big Petrovsky fan. I think he should be able to get it done here, but it's going to be, it's going to be a little greasy in the second and third. Meerkat all day. Yeah. You guys uh, you are going to be happens? making some money on Saturday. You guys are in for a good night. <laughs> you know what happens when you dive into a meerkat's burrow? You drown. <laughs> they they got like secret, you know, agriculture and sad. That's not what I meant at all. Um, they got water down there. Little canals. Aqueducts. Little canals. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Irrigation. 
Why could I not think of the word irrig? I'm getting dumb. Getting I think the the early onset uh, is taking me. Uh, I apologize, folks. Anyway, Meerkat struggles when guys have good takedown defense or significantly better wrestling than that than him and don't want to wrestle. Petrovsky wants to wrestle. He will wrestle anybody. So Meerkat's going to be dangerous early, but I think Petrovsky is good enough to stay out of that stuff. Uh, and then when he starts to get tired, he still wants to wrestle. Um, and Meerkat's going to let him wrestle, but round two is when he's going to snatch up like a guillotine or you know scramble and, and find his back. And uh, that's when Meerkat's going to put him away. It's the old uh, bait and cat. Uh, it's, it's what he's done. Made us a ton of money. Going to continue to. I think I only see the, uh, the round two prop, 700 right now. I'll see if I can find the round two sub. It's got to be out there somewhere. It's only plus 950. So don't love it, but we're going to have a bet on a meerkat in some form or fashion come Saturday night. Tough bantam weights. Uh, what what tough is this? Thirty something, twenty <laughs> something. No, forty something. Good, a lot of them. What? Uh, okay. Anyway, Cody Gibson taking on Brad Katona because sure, why not? But both of these fights is you you actually think like haven't we seen these before you know you like sometime in the ufc haven't we seen these fights this definitely happened at one point although wasn't brad katona a 145er last time he was in the ufc or am i making that up i don't know because no because he fought marab oh yeah maybe he was a 145er on tough and then 135, and now he was just 135 on tough. Could be. I'm going to say that that's, that's what happened. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I... <laughs> like you said, this this could be any random fight. It, it doesn't really matter if it's a tough thing. I think all that does is lock you into a longer contract than uh, maybe you would if you just uh, signed with the UFC by, by yourself. Uh, so that's Probably not a, a great thing. Um, I, I'm picking Cody Gibson. Uh, I think he's he's decent. He's not Canadian, and that's that's all you really need. Wesley, yeah, I, I lean Gibson here too because he's the underdog a lot. I think it's a close fight. Um, yeah. Katona can be be taken down. Uh, but I tell you what, man, watching that show, uh, one one thing that was good about watching Katona is on the fucking Connor fucking Irish yam fucking diet, like straight up. That that dude is on some shit because he give is, those folks one thing: they know their potatoes. They know how to they, eat those yams. They they do grow a hella ground yam over there. That's for fucking sure. Uh the guy's fucking jacked. Like he's a different dude physically. So that's one thing. I think that could help him a little bit because I think Cody's going to try to get in close and try to grapple with him. So I do lean Cody as the dog here, but I don't know if I can bet it. 
um, looking at these guys' records recently, because I haven't watched a lot of these fights, I've seen a couple of them, but like Cody's beat Cisco Rivera and <laughs> uh, who, who was the John Dodson recently? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I will say, like, Cody looked great on the show. Like Katona had a little bit of problem in his first fight. Like he got his nose busted open and shit. Like got landed on. Cody absolutely dominated on, on here. So did the other two guys, but Cody looked really good on the show. But at the same time, Katona got cut from the UFC after losing to Marab and Hunter Azure, which are yeah. like two pretty decent losses. So it's uh it's actually a pretty decent fight. Like this should be the type of fight, I guess, that's on UFC prelims ahead of a lot of the stuff that is currently on UFC prelims. They're UFC caliber guys. Like these yeah. are legitimately UFC caliber dudes. Yeah. So cool. Um, I sure I'll uh, <laughs> take it to go to decision. Smart. Um, more tough. Um, this like <laughs> this is a a Titan FC. Always good when Steve's in chat. Get some good laughs. I was looking at the other screen, so otherwise that would have sent me over the edge. Um, <laughs> lightweight. This is just for like the Titan FC title. Uh, Kurt Hollabaugh taking on Austin Hubbard. Um, yeah, Sean, another. Very much UFC prelim fight. Yeah, yeah. It's they're not contender series guys. So that's that's a plus these days, I guess, for the most part. Um Hollabaugh recently, if if he's not getting you out of there, he's he's losing. Uh Hubbard's pretty hard to, to finish, so I think even if Hollabaugh is gonna win the first and, and have some success. I think Hubbard's going to be sticking around and, and probably winning the second and third. Um, haven't played anything. The the over looks, looks decent. Wesley. Yeah. Both of these dudes look, look great on, on the show. Um, uh, I, I do lean Hubbard here. Um, I think that Holabaugh's probably going to throw more early than him. But when Hubbard lands, Hubbard's going to land with a little bit bigger stuff. And I think Hubbard's just got the grappling advantage. Like, uh, he could take this to the mat. Uh, Alibi is susceptible to a takedown. Um, even Jason Knight got him down a little bit, but he was, like, right back up and was bombing on him. Um, that was a hell of a fight if you haven't seen it. Like, that's a tough fight worth watching. Just wow. absolutely insane. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I think Alibi's going to – throw a little more volume than Hubbard, but Hubbard's going to land the bigger stuff. And Hubbard's just got a, got a grappling grinding advantage here. And I think he can use that to win. I really like the over. I, I jumped on the over when it, when it opened at, uh, I think it's minus 125, 127 or something like that. So I really like the over here. I, I think these dudes are going to go 15 minutes and I think Hubbard can, uh, can he can, uh, can squeeze out the the second and third round and, and get a win. Yeah, I mostly like the over here. Um, both of like Hubbard's not a finisher to begin with, uh, and he also yeah. is very tough to finish. Uh, and Hullabaugh's the same in that he's tough to finish. He does 
get a lot of finishes on the the regional scene against sort of lower level guys but whenever he's come up to this level he's always struggled to, to finish guys as well and i don't think he's getting hovered out of there just because that dude has a block for a head um so yeah over even that like What's a, a decent price that's out there right now? Minus one forty-five. Um, yeah, I think there's a minus one thirty-eight, but not highly available. Bet, Betway's not widely available to everybody, yeah. but it's in one thirty-eight yeah. range there. One forty, one forty-five. Yeah, yeah. Still, still like that. West got a good number. Now the fun begins. Middleweight yeah. division. Dennis Tallulah taking on Hobocop 2, Electric Boogaloo, Gregory Rodriguez. Sorry, Gregory Rodriguez. It would be inconsistent if I called him Robocop and Rodriguez. So why would I call him Hobocop and Rodriguez? I mean, be cultured, people. Come on. Enough of this Robocop bullshit. Uh, Sean... What horrible things is he going to do first to himself and his own health and then to Tallulah? This fight becomes a lot easier for the Hobo Cop if he takes this guy down and smashes him on the ground. Trusting Hobo Cop to do that is always a crapshoot. I think it might help if if you believe he's going to grapple that he did get knocked out last time so maybe he will think better otherwise because if he takes this guy down i think he he smashes him if he does not do that and wants to fuck around on the feet this fight gets a a lot closer not saying he gets blown out of the water he's actually got okay striking and good power but it just becomes a a lot dicier you can get hit Um, (laughs) because he is hittable and that chin can can only (laughs) hold up to so much um I think he takes him down and, and smashes him. Maybe grabs a sub. Both those guys' losses in the UFC have been by sub. Hobocop might just smash him uh, on the ground. So I got him in a parlay. Wesley? Yeah, I mean, Hobocop's a little fucking... He's a little dumb at times. Like, I mean, that fucking head split wide open, vein showing, uh, <laughs> artery showing. Um. Yeah, I think he's gonna take this guy down. I think Sean's right. Coming off of getting knocked out, I think he's he's gonna want to win here. And it's not like Hobo Cop takes a guy down and lays on him. Like he takes a guy down and he fucking he he tries to it uh you know intimidate the old jail man when he gets on top of a poor bastard on, on the mat. So I think he takes this guy down and smashes him. So I like Hobo Cop uh, parlay piece. Inside the distance is getting you about a dollar or so. I don't know. I might just just take the the money line. Who, who knows? So probably safer. But I, I think he gets him out of there. Yeah, it's uh, you can never feel great about the hobo cop, but I I feel pretty good about the hobo cop in this one. Um, this guy can't grapple. He's got power. I, I don't know that I would say that he's got good striking. Uh, I think Obocop might actually be the better striker here. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, defensively, he's always the worst striker, but yep. everywhere else, uh, he, he's better here. So, yeah, I, I think he's got a lot of options. Um, I don't know that I'm parlaying him at 
what minus 400 basically getting there but uh i guess it's still 335 left no yeah, I, I think i got I like 318 or something yeah. What, what's Hobocop inside is basically what the point it's, that it's I It's only minus, a dollar shorter. <laughs> it's like 210, though, I or something even, like that. 215. Because this guy dies all the time against everyone that he faces. Yeah. So, and it's usually sub, which is very much in the cards here. But then you do have to rely on Hobocop to actually go for a sub. Hmm. Um, and he might just be like, no, I want to murder this man with my fists. Um, so yeah, maybe it is uh, Hobocop Moneyline, the, the best way to go. Brad Tavares <laughs> fighting for all of Hawaii. Um, but it's against the all-American Chris Weidman. So is that like Hawaii trying to secede? Are they blaming Biden for the fire? Did Biden start the fires with Jewish? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was it was Obama and Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, so they could buy up all the land. Gotcha. The, there's a, there's one conspiracy theory. I'm sure that, theory. that is legitimately out there. It oh is. yeah, no, it is. It That's is. It's a, and there's one that that Obama everybody shit burned, but Obama's, and they got pictures of him and Michelle sitting out on their land and shit, nothing burned. And people's like, yeah, that's because he's on a different island. You stupid motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't own any land on the island that burned. Fucking people are uh, great, man. Crazy. Anyway, <laughs> Chris Weidman, title run. He's, One last time. The fans are going to be convinced after this fight, they're going to believe that he can be a threat Israel Adesanya. He said it himself, Sean. I believe him. You have to at this point. He's never said that before. Ever. Ever. Um, Weird fight. I'm assuming Brad Tavares wins this fight. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know if he finishes the dude. Um, Weidman is an absolute band-aid. So, shit. As obviously at a high percentage that will just fall apart on him and he just loses from, from injury. Um, but I don't really want to bet a bet Brad Travarez because laying minus two seventy, two sixty, whatever it is, he's not great either. And he's getting old. Um, just, just got beat up pretty good. I, I just want to stay away. Um, Hopefully, Chris Weidman doesn't die in there. That's all I can say. Wesley. Yeah, I mean, Weidman's got like one win in almost five years against Omarion. There hasn't been in the UFC in like three years. That dude and he w- jacked up 205 or in PFL. What are you talking about? He's probably won like $17 million. I right mean, now. he was had Weidman all sorts of trouble. And <laughs> that way, too. So, like, Look, I don't know the the training videos of Weidman now. Like, I know he's coming off the broken leg, but I that man went and got the good stem cells. He went mm. and got the good TRT because he looks absolutely fucking humongous. So, who who knows, man? There's, I just even at a dog against Brad Tavares, I don't see how there's any way you trust Chris Weidman, man, off of a fucking 
dude was walking on his fucking ankle, you know, and literally on his ankle bone. Um, hasn't won in fucking years. I just, I don't know. I, I can't like lay minus 200 and something on Brad Tavares against almost anybody though. Like that dude's starting to look like he used to be on the gear because he's looking soft as hell lately. So I don't know, man. Just let them all do drugs so we at least know. You know what hell I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hell yeah. Fuck all this guessing. Let, let, let us. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Tavares though, but man, I, I just I want no part of this fight. Um, so we're talking about Weidman's last win being Omarion <laughs> uh, just over three years ago. <laughs> yep, Brad Tavares' right. last win Omarion. is Omarion two years ago. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so uh, good. It's I'm I'm gonna bet Wyman. They're yeah, they, they're they're begging Jesus. me to do it. Um Brad Tavares. So we went through this last week. I didn't bet it. I probably rightly didn't bet it in Cub, because I'm like He's fighting a guy that doesn't do anything, but he's made a tape of bubblegum. Which one of these is going to come through? And it turns out it went one way. And I think like the same thing is going to happen here. Brad Tavares doesn't hurt people. So as long as Weidman's body can hold up for 15 minutes, I think he's the better fighter. He might struggle to get some takedowns, but he might just hold Tavares in the clinch. He's a way bigger dude. He's a better wrestler and win a boring 15 minutes. I, I think that is very possible. So we're going with Weidman. Uh, might not be pretty, but plus 225, it's happening. Title run. Yo. It starts now. Get it. Um, moving on to the main card Bantamweight division we alluded to this earlier it feels like hours ago now so we should probably speed things up um, Mario Batista he's fun taking on Damon Blackshear he seems like he is also fun in a different way Sean yeah it's it's. I mean obviously it's wild when a guy's going to fight twice in, in seven days um, uh, it's 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 a lot harder to know what what the what kind of performance those guys are gonna show up and, and deliver on that second second fight because it's another weight weight uh, weight loss and I don't know it's it's lots of questions. Uh, Mar- Question: Batista's pretty good. Go ahead. Is this actually at one thirty five again? Like he's cutting all the way down to to bantamweight. I didn't I read believe. where it was any uh, like catch weight, so I'm not sure. Sometimes they don't announce that to like the day of weigh-ins. Sometimes. It's bantamweight. I mean, it's it says bantamweight. MMA um, managers uh, uh, fucking suck. Wow. Yeah, that, at least give your guy bit, like five pounds. Yeah, yeah, one forty. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe weight cuts aren't too they, bad for him. They still uh, might like don't write it off because I swear sometimes yeah he might just come in and miss weight or some shit like then that. they'll and contract he'll lose it the money one... instead of yeah what do, you, 
Well, no, sometimes on day on short notice, like the day before, they'll announce like it's 140 or the day of weigh-ins. They'll be like, this is a contracted 100. That's that's if there's going to be a, a big miss. Usually. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And there that could happen. Well, it it could definitely yeah. happen. Blackshear's not a small fucking 135. No, no so. that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, it's it'll be interesting. I mean, it's definitely something to watch if if you're looking to bet this fight. Um, I think Mario Batista is actually pretty good, so uh, I think you got to pick him. Uh, short notice, and he's just pretty good. So I'll, I'm staying away from betting it, but I I think he wins. Wesley, yeah, I like Batista here. I think Batista's pretty damn good. I think Blackshear is probably going to end up trying to play on the mat a little bit at some point. I think Batista's better there than him. He's just more down there. I know Blackshear got the the twister and all that, but it was against Jose fucking Johnson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but Batista is really good on, on the mat. Um, and yeah, like, even if this isn't at 135, it's 140. Like, Blackshear's a big fucking 135-er, man. Like, that guy's got to go through a, at least a somewhat of a cut again. Um like seven days is is crazy. I think that's gonna be the shortest amount of time outside of a UFC tournament. Um, it, it, Jimmy, it ties the UFC record. Yeah, Jimmy was like ten days ten or days. something. Like that, yeah. He's gonna there was be somebody else with seven. Somebody else with seven. Um, that that's this day and age. That's 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 kind of wild. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like Batista here. I think you're actually getting a, a decent a decent price on him. Blackshear's good. Don't get me wrong, but I just think all the circumstances considered the matchup. I like Batista. Yeah, I think all things considered, I I don't consider myself a a huge Batista fan, but I like him here. Um, Blackshear's not a tremendous offensive wrestler. Uh, I think Batista can stop those takedowns, maybe get some of his own because Blackshear wants to grapple. Uh, But on the feet, he's got a, big advantage in this one so yeah i i like batista and then you you know factor in the second weight cut and and all that sort of stuff blackshear you know peaking twice in a a week um that stuff usually doesn't work out so well for guys and i think this is a case where because he won and it was really cool and it was three or four days ago people are like oh this guy's good i'm gonna bet him um, but I, I don't know that he's it, quite this good. It was Jose fucking Johnson. Like, yeah, dude, nobody's ever heard of Jose fucking Johnson, bro. I, we saw him in his first two UFC fights. He lost. Did to... we? <laughs> just we... saying, I can't fucking remember. Uh, I I do remember because one of them was against uh, Whack a Mole Basharat. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that dude's pretty good. And the first one was against the the use of Zoodles, um, the the COVID hype machine. Uh, I actually, for some reason, do uh, remember both of those fights. And he lost to those dudes. And I think Mario Batista. Maybe he's not better than Basharat, but he's definitely better than uh, Yusuf Zalal. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll maybe end up with a parlay piece here. Gotten to the point to where I can't remember these guys' faces until Brad says their fucking nickname. He's made up for him, and then it literally pops back <laughs> in the It's the the mnemonic devices, right? Um. Anyway, continuing on the main card in the bantamweight division, excellent fight. Pedro Munoz 
Pedro Munoz taking on Marlon Chito Vera. Sean. Uh, just so everybody knows, the, the fighter that has the record is Lupe Godinez. Of course, everybody should remember that. <clears throat> Canada. She was Canada both days. Yeah. yeah. What was that, 14 days or something like that? Or did no, she was do seven. It in 10? She, she did in seven. Oh, did she just fight twice or did she win twice? No, she fought twice. She didn't win twice. She was only Canada one of the days. Blackshear would be absolutely the first the one where she lost. Yes. Yeah. She, yeah. Um, this is a fun fight. Uh, I do think that Pedro Munoz has the chin and the volume to make this a closer fight than what the odds say. Um, Chido Vera, a lot of times, just, just doesn't throw as much as he should. Uh, Munoz is a guy that, that throws a ton of volume, tons of leg kicks. Um, I think he's he's decent enough that this becomes a, a close fight. I know I know he hasn't won many close fights uh, in the past, and I think I've lost money all the time that he's uh, he's lost those close ones. So might as well add another one. Uh, I got him at plus one eighty seven for a unit. Wesley, nice line. Yeah, I seem to always always be on Pedro Munoz. Uh, uh, really, really like the guy. Really like to bet on the guy. You usually know what you're going to get. Like Sean said, just granite chin. He's going to fight for your money. Um, I mean, he's plus 170 dog against Chris Gutierrez last time. Was rolling Sean O'Malley. Was rolling that guy. Like, we was going to hit a big one on Pedro Munoz against the dude that's fighting for a title. Like, unfucking believable that happened. I, I thought. That's I think most did that he probably edged Dom. You know, people that bet Dom, of course, don't don't think that. But I think Pedro Munoz absolutely won that fight. Um, but yeah, dude's always in it for your money here. And I, I think um, with the chin, the volume, um, I think he could put uh, Barry in a in a tough spot here. And at that kind of price, like I'm absolutely betting Pedro once again. Like I'm on him every time. We always get good dog, dog odds on him nowadays. So, uh, Sean got an incredible line. Uh, I got around plus one sixty five or plus one seventy. I, I still like that as well. I think it's fairly close fight, but Pedro is gonna probably land the bigger shit, and he's gonna look decent in this fight, and he's gonna win. I'm not even convinced that Pedro is gonna land the bigger stuff. I just think he's going to land so much more here that it's going to make it very difficult for Vera to win. At the best of times, Vera loses rounds and wins them based on big moments. Yeah, but if you're right. fighting a guy that you can never actually like rock, um, I'm not sure that the decent shots that he lands are going to be enough to outweigh all the leg kicks and, and all the stuff that Munoz is landing on him. Um, so it there is a tough guy to bet against because he just like pulls shit out of nowhere. Um, I either finishes or just rounds that he really shouldn't otherwise win. Um, but man, these, these guys have kind of fought the same level of competition, had the same sort of success. So I'll take the dog. Um, what do we have in terms of a decision price here? It's only like a little bit higher than the money line. So yeah, yeah. money line. Maybe he snatches up a guillotine. Finally, <laughs> finally uses his jujitsu. That's not going to happen. No, 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 no. Mates turned it, 
too good of a striker over the years to ever think about using that world-class jiu-jitsu he's had for his fucking entire life. <laughs> well, Chats, what weight division. Makes oh, no Bronx ahead. different. Just makes no yeah. Bronx different. That's right. He, he, he didn't forget the streets. No. Everyone else forgot the streets. You might leave the favela, but the favela never leaves you, bro. That's right. Uh, speaking of somebody who never leaves the, what's like the, the Russian word for, for favela? <laughs> nothing. Uh, anyways, nothing. that's where Neil nothing. Magny's from. Magny Medov coming to uh, an Irish fella near you. Um on you know, an Irish fella? Whoa, now. Whoa, now. <laughs> you know, when this has happened in the past, and Mag- Magni fights a guy from somewhere else who maybe uh, maybe can grapple, maybe can't grapple. We don't know. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, Sean, what, what normally happens? He's taking on Ian Gary, by the way. In Magni's prime... What used to happen is he would uh, use his grappling and grind on guys and eventually get guys down and just wear them out um, if, if he was able to survive early. Um, I have questions about how far past uh, his prime he is now for Magni. Um, I, I, I lost some money on, on Phil Rowe last time. Um, I think that he is definitely way more hittable than he used to be. Uh, and he doesn't seem to take punches as well as he used to be. He's never really taken punches well. Um, Gary is definitely a fade. I just don't think it's this time. It could happen. Uh, I think Gary's striking is is good. His offense is pretty damn good. It's 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 always going to be that defense. Uh, and his his grappling is, is probably going to get tested here a bit. Um but I think he he stuffs some takedowns and and knocks this dude out. If he doesn't, I do, I can see Magni wearing on the dude, making him grapple, and who knows? Maybe he's maybe snatching up a sub uh, early third in the third uh, after getting him down. So I was more looking at the the under two and a half or the the doesn't go to decision. Um, I, I see late stoppage for for Magni or early for for Gary. So uh, I know it's almost even money at two and a half. I, I kind of don't think I wouldn't mind a, a couple extra minutes. Uh, so I might just parlay uh, doesn't go. Wesley. In Gary is a minus 500 favorite, the biggest favorite on the entire card against fucking Magni Medoff. Um, I just, I look, he, Sean's right. This guy is a total fade. Like, look, I think he's decent, but this guy's minus 500 against Neil Magny, like coming off beating fucking Gabe green and fucking Daniel Rodriguez and shit like dudes that are like legitimate, turning into legitimate bums. They're like, not that, that good. Um, I'm never going to forget in Gary getting pieced up by the insulin kid. Never, never in my life. This man could go on to win the title. And I'm going to be talking about in Gary getting pieced up by the fucking insulin kid. Uh, yeah. He, he catches these guys and Sean's right. Like 
Magni is a little bit more hittable now, which is a concern. But I just, if you think this guy is a fade or a future fade, I mean, this is like the one guy you would take this kind of price on against, in, in my opinion. Like, these are the dudes you want, dudes that's going to grind on him and grapple. And if he catches Magni, fucking catches him. Like, you, you're laying minus 500 to, to see that. I'm going to get 400 to see if Magni can grind this guy. So, yeah, I'm taking that. And I, I kind of disagree. I, I think if, if Gary wins, it's probably inside. But if Magny's winning this, it's it's by 15 minutes of, of dry humping fucking fun. And so Magny decision plus 800, uh, Magny straight round plus 380, 390. Absolutely love it. And Gary's a total fade. I don't see it. If I don't get him this week, I'm going to get him soon. It's your blind spot, Wes. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Um, Maybe I'll change. Look, Maybe. I did it with Derek Lewis. Did it you with Derek changing. Lewis. You ain't changing. I, I did it with Derek Lewis. I, I nah, came on the other side. I just don't like Ian Gary. Like, I hate this little fucking piece of shit. I don't know that I hate Ian Gary as much as Wes, but like pretty much everything else he said. Um, <laughs> if, if you think that this dude is a fade at some point, how are you not taking almost plus 400 against Neil Magny? who has made an entire career about exposing dudes and hanging around in the UFC and only losing to top competition. Like Gilbert Burns, the shave cat, Kiesa back when that kind of meant something. Um, And then like actual title contenders before that Ponzi before whatever, what did he have? Like a giant staff infection or something like that or whatever. Uh, RDA, like it's he loses to very good fighters, so and usually grapplers too, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. It, he's a hard guy for strikers to get to, uh, and that allows him to close the distance and get dirty and get in the clinch. And if he wins, it is going to be full Magni Medov. Um, so. We're we're doing at least a unit on the money line, half a unit on the, the decision plus eight hundreds. Um just like old times. Just like riding gotta, a bike. Gotta hear that Nashville Magni met off. <laughs> Get that scream on the broadcast, baby. That's Let's right. Go. We'll go back. Um I'll 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 find the timestamp for the people. <laughs> uh great. women's straw weight championship, co main event. Wei Li Zhang taking on Amanda Lemos. Uh, Sean. Lemos has got power. That's that's what she has. Um, I think for 115ers, she has power. Yeah. Uh, I think Wei Li is just going to grapple her and choke her out. Um, Wei Li's been improving her grappling in a very big amount. Um, she still has got good striking, but I think her big advantage here is going to be the grappling and she's going to get Lamos down and probably suburb. So I have her in a parlay. That always goes well. Wesley. Yeah, it's, 
me and Shotch literally not even talk to each other for like the rest of the year. Like <laughs> any anything, actually anything. Me and Sean are both on. Like y'all should be running to your fucking double your yeah. book and laying just laying it on the fades. Uh, I, I think when when these two like touch up with each other, uh, it's gonna be laughably. Uh, how how big the difference is in the power, the grappling, the strength there. I think Whaley is absolutely going to fucking take her down and eventually get a sub. Um, I mean, Lamos might have some okay power, I guess, for 115 women, but uh, Whaley's got a chin and shit. She can strike. I just, I don't really think this is, this is too close. I, I just think this was the next person in line for her. And man, she's become a really good fighter. I, I think this is just a different level at, at this point. There's not many uh, on Whaley's level. So I like her. I got her. I got her parlayed as well. Um, I hate laying minus 300 on, on any kind of women. But if you're, if you're going to lay it on one, she's, she's usually a, a pretty good one. Agreed. Um, I, I think that there is a significant separation if not technically, um, then definitely physically in the women's strawweight division right now. Uh, like she, she's a tank. She's a fucking yeah, tank. It, 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 it's different um, with, with her fighting than with pretty much anybody else in that division. And as Wes said, I think that's going to show up pretty quickly in this fight. So I like Whaley. Uh, I am also going to, to parlay her. Um didn't really look at props too much. I'm not sure if she's just going to like overwhelm her and, and get a finish early or if it's going to be wrestling for a couple of rounds and finish in the middle or a whole lot of that and the decision. So just money line here and we move on. Main events, Bantamweight division, so much lighter weight stuff on this card. It's going to be good. It's good. It's good. Um, Sean O'Malley getting that title shot. The people demanded it. <laughs> Taking on Aljamain Sterling. Sean. Uh, I would like to congratulate in advance Sean O'Malley for winning <laughs> the Bantamweight title. Because I absolutely am hammering uh, Aljamain Sterling. He is going to be able to grapple and he is going to be able to choke this guy out or smash him on the ground. The grappling is going to be so massive. Um, I know, I know in, in strict grappling, supposedly O'Malley is, is okay, but this isn't straight grappling. Sterling is, is going to dump him and, and then it's going to, it's gonna look like a man against a boy. Um, Sterling is decent enough um, striking on the feet. I know O'Malley has a bit of power, but I think it's more of a, a precision thing where he, he does touch guys on the right spot because I I don't think a guy with with that frame can can have power. But what do I know? Um, I just see Sterling just. I mean, he he said exactly what he's gonna do. He's gonna just toss this guy all over the octagon. That's what he's going to do. He's not afraid to backpack a guy, uh, to wear him out and 
He's I don't think he's gonna need to here. I, I just think he's gonna he's gonna dominate here. So I got Sterling with Petrovsky for a unit, Sterling with Silva for a unit, and with Rodri Hobokop for a unit, and with Zhang for a unit. Uh I'm also gonna be parlaying the under four and a half or doesn't go to decision with uh Whaley. Uh, as well as possibly with Gary and Magni under two and a half or doesn't go. So uh, I'm all in on uh, on Sterling. Sterling getting a finish. Uh, I So we know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're going to be right. Mm-hmm. You're due. Exactly. Uh, Wesley. Yeah, those, uh, those stars are aligning for... Really good night or really bad night for the for the crew. Um, I, I'm massive on Aljo here. Um, th- this is going to be approaching like a bones level bet for me. Um, look, I mean, we just watched Aljo MMA grapple with a gold medalist. And however you think about how wrestling straight wrestling translates to MMA. We've seen how that gold medalist has translated his wrestling to MMA. He was a champion with that shit. And Aljo was getting the better of those situations. Um, imagine what happens when he wants to get a hold of, of Sean O'Malley uh, on the feet. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit more, I wouldn't even say worrisome because Aljo's not horrible on the feet. Uh, what he does very well is he's all the way in or he's all the way out. He's all the way in getting a hold of you, taking you down, or he's all the way out kicking the fuck out of you. And we've already seen how Sean O'Malley takes fucking leg kicks. Aljo blast insane leg kicks, body kicks. So I think he's fine on the feet as long as he doesn't start getting into some kind of fucking striking battle. And he's not going to do that. Aljo is a very, very smart fighter. Like Sean said, he's already said, I'm taking this guy down. I'm going to smash. He will. He's going to get takedowns here. And I just, man, this is just another level. Aljo is insane on the mat. He is an insane grappler. He will take a backpack and he won't, he'll go for subs. He'll, he'll try to get you out of there. So, I mean, if people seen the training videos of Aljo, man, my, the dude's always been ripped. Don't get me wrong. He looks insane right now like he looks insane they put something I think special this, in the the coney island hot dogs this year i mean him and wideman i mean <laughs> wideman's getting that that leg right aljo getting those abs right um <laughs> yeah man that i think you're getting a gift here man i really do minus 250 on aljo against fucking sean o'malley like we've seen the we've seen these guys fight We've seen Sean O'Malley literally getting pieced up by Pedro Munoz till he poked him in the eye. We all know who won the Peter Yan fight. It, it another situation of, oh, the the big underdog looked okay, and some people actually think he won the fight against Peter Yan. Come on, man, this is just a different level. Peter Yan was a different level. We saw it. I think Pedro Munoz was a different level. We saw it early in that fight. This is just a way different level. Aljo, like big for me. I, I love him in the spot. One of my favorite spots of the entire year by far. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Aljo. He's Peter Yan could grapple O'Malley whenever he wanted. 
uh, and there was one fight where Aljo got out grappled against Jan because it was a whole bunch of like weird takedowns that he wasn't really prepared for. I don't really think that O'Malley's got that in his arsenal. Uh, I think Aljo's going to come out. He's going to come forward. He's going to get a hold of him, and it's going to be what like he has done some bad things to some guys who are a whole lot better grapplers than Sean O'Malley. Uh, when he gets hands on him, I think it's uh, it's going to be pretty nasty. Um, Aljo here and. If it does stay on the feet for a while, I don't think it's a blowout. People are like, "Oh yeah, those legs, feet, O'Malley's gonna kill him." Like those legs, Al- he, Aljo kicks. That's like all he does on the feet. He's, he's just gonna kick his legs, and that's gonna make the takedown even easier when he eventually goes for it. So, yeah, I, I, I just don't see how Aljo loses this fight. Uh, unless he decides it's, to go insane between now and the start of the fight and not do any of the things that he says he's going to, going to do. It's it's literally got to be Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo. It's how it's got to be. And yeah. one, one dude doesn't have that left, and one dude has like a way better fucking chin than than Aldo did at that point. It, it's That's the only way I see it. Like, what else... How else does O'Malley win this fight if it's not some flash? If somehow fight? he survives um, and Aljo somehow gasses, the Aljo like, don't I, gas. I think he though. learned his lesson in in the, Peter, the first the first Peter Yan fight. Like he can't do that, and that was against yeah. Peter Yan, where he's struggled to get takedowns. He's going to get takedowns, and, and that's going to help the cardio a fuck ton. The way people talk about that fight. Like, obviously, it was very much turning towards Jan. But it was 2-1 Aljo at that point in the fight when, like, oh, Jan's taken over. He he won the third round. He's going to kill him. Um, As we've seen in the second fight, Aljo could have just fell into a a body lock and held round (laughs) five and would have won that fight in hindsight. Yeah, it's uh, and he just fought Henry Cejudo for five rounds. O'Malley has he been five rounds? We're we're talking about Peter Yan and Henry Cejudo as opponents, and O'Malley. Look who we're talking about, dudes that well, were Peter arguably Yon, but he lost to him. <laughs> dudes that were arguably beating his ass. Uh, well, hell, Peter Yan. I don't even know if it's an argument to most people. Pedro Munoz, the two dudes he stepped up and fought. He thoroughly was losing fights, in my opinion. And Vera back in the day. Yeah. That was early for O'Malley. Like, I don't hold that against him. He stepped up against the And and the thing is, none of these guys are real grapplers. Like, he, he hasn't fought anybody that's game plan is to take him down. And I think those look better for Sterling because, uh, you know, the, the leg kicks show you a path on the feet that's happened. And a dude that's not a grappler and Peter Yan could get takedowns on him whenever he wanted. So it's like two fights there that show you pass for Aljo. That's, I don't know how you don't like him in this fight at that kind of price. I really don't. He's down to, is it still, it's minus 230 now, Sean. It's even lower. What I think, going, uh, I, I think O'Malley money's going to come in. 
I, I think crazy. it is. I, I should I think, wait. It's just like my brain sees it and it's like, oh, yeah, like that's already a good price. Um, I do think he's at like, a point like Con- he's he's not Connor, but I think he's at a point to where he has a following of younger uh, fans and viewers of other things he do does that do bet now too. Like there is a lot of younger betting out there, and I think they're gonna come in on O'Malley. Probably, legal betting is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, it it, <laughs> it puts a lot of more squares in the in the betting pool. That's for fucking sure. Not saying I'm I'm pretty much an MMA square at this point, but you know, <laughs> been there. I'm coming back. <laughs> Coming back to the other side. We're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna get a chunk back this weekend, boys. It's it's gonna. Right. Oh, and um, give out our. Speaking of uh, a yeah. chunk back, consensus bet of the week is gonna be the chalkiest chalk that ever chalked. Um, Luca would be proud of us. We're we're gonna parlay Aljo and Whaley. It's like minus one fifteen, Sean. Minus one twenty at uh, old bet online. Minus 115 at MGM, which a lot of people have. You're in that range. Uh, some other places like that. So, yeah, yeah you're, you're good. We'll, we'll lay a little juice on those two. That's going to be fun. Uh, we've had fun this evening, but it's been 93 minutes almost. So I think we should probably get out of here. Uh, we'll be back next week if there's a card. If not, there is. The uh, Korean zombie get retired. Oh, Oh, it's eight in the morning. Bad note. In the morning. This is life.